It's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Hump day, Wednesday. Uh, let's get into it. All right. You do not want to miss overtime this week. You don't want to miss it. Chris Cruz, listen, you better get lined up because we're going to talk about this thing. The things that cannot be discussed in public. That name which shall not be mentioned. It starts with an H. Hunter. He's a hunter. We're going to talk about Hunter. We have, uh, we have pretty much everything that's on Hunter's laptop. And we're going to show it to you. You've got to tune in overtime. And you say, why can't you just do it now? Well, because they'll ban us. Because you can't talk about Hunter. So I posted that picture that I painted of Hunter in his jockstrap. And uh, everybody said, you know, when they shared that picture on Facebook over the last however many months... They get a Facebook ban, seven days, 30 days, 45 days, whatever, all for sharing that picture of Hunter with the red scarf around his neck and his jockstrap. We have that picture that I painted. All right. So whenever I painted it, I said, well, you know, hey, maybe this is Richard Rawlings from uh, Gas Monkey Garage. I don't know who could be anybody. But uh, I painted the thing and I posted it up there. Everybody said, you're going to get banned because I can't tell you how many people came at me and they said, dude, we got banned for posting this picture of. Hunter Biden, the president's son, the son of the president. So there's this remarkable, remarkable piece of art that, uh, that I auctioned off on Monday. Oh, oh, it brought in hundreds, if not thousands, hundreds of thousands, if not tens and tens of dollars. Amazing. It's amazing. And uh, a lot of people were like, you know, we'd like to buy some of your other paintings, just not this one. They said this, this one is, would, would kind of like scare the mice away. I uh, put put it in the barn. Some people wanted to use it for, you know, a dartboard. Other people target practice. Anyway, uh, you couldn't talk about Hunter's laptop during the election because, uh, again, the FBI told Zuckerberg to lay off of the laptop story and, and to censor that when the election was happening. And he did it. He admitted on Joe Rogan that he effing did it. He allowed the federal government, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, to censor. And uh, here's the thing. We, uh, we've got the footage, and it is, trust me, graphic. This is the son of the president of the United States. This is the guy that Joe Biden says is the smartest guy he knows. Well, he knows how to shave his butthole, and we're going to show you some very creative things that Hunter Biden, I mean, this guy, there's nothing he hadn't done, and filmed it all. Of Hunter Biden stuff, he says, Joe thinks I am God. There you go. That's a quote. There you go. From an audio of an hour and a half of an orgy. In the middle of the orgy, he's saying, Joe thinks of me as a god. Dude, it's demented. It's demented. Absolutely demented. And I'm going to go further uh, with the dementia a little bit later on in this segment. But you would think, and, and you hear how Joe Biden talks about his kids. 
Hunter's the smartest one he ever knows. Everything, everything that ever happens, if it's a tragedy or something heroic, he compares it to Bo Biden. It's all about his late son, Bo Biden. You know, when he was the attorney general in what, Delaware, Virginia, where was he? In Delaware? He says, uh, you know, he passed legislation for, for trans rights and all this kind of stuff. Well, attorney general can't pass legislation. So that's that's null and void right there. But, uh, you know, Bo Biden, in his brief tragic life, he, he hung the moon. He did it all. And then, of course, there's Ashley Biden, the daughter, who, uh, believe it or not, we have right here, as Rush Limbaugh used to say in my formerly nicotine-stained fingers. This is Ashley Biden's diary. That's what it says right there on the little post-it note. That's right. We got her. We got her diary. We got the diary, folks. We're going to talk about this in upcoming overtimes. Uh, BlazeTV.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. And uh, sign up if you haven't already. But tune in. We're going to start this week. Get Sarah in here. We're going to break it down. Uh, This goes back to January 25th um, of 2019. I obviously don't know what the future holds, but I also don't know where I'll be. But I would like to remain sober, although getting high, uh, like an Asperger's kid. There, there's some stuff here, and and I listen. I'm not here to shame her at all. Uh, I believe we're dealing with a victim here, and I want to talk about it, not from the perspective of exposing the victim, not at all. But I want to talk about some of these things because, again, this is the president of the United States. And we actually have the police report here. We'll go through. This is the police report of how they came across this diary. So uh, we're on it, man. We're on it. Twitter is a flutter. Mine is with the re-rees. Um, Every now and then I'll have the blue check mark Hollywood people that pop on there. Usually it's comedians that want to uh, fight me. And then there's always the there's always the D-list actors that have nothing else to do. But and this is where I say the demented part comes in. I these these folks the logic that they use, if you'll pay attention, people say, why do you engage these people? Because I wanna I truly want to see where they're coming from. And because it helps me understand a little better. Like, you know, there's one guy, Bob, again, he's been in a lot of films. He's a D-list actor. Probably in real life, not a bad guy, right? Probably a super nice guy. Online, he's a dick. But uh, these people have drink, truly drank the Kool-Aid in believing that all conservatives just check their brains at the door in exchange for Donald Trump cultism. And I, I, admittedly, there's a few out there that maybe have that, I mean, Donald Trump can do no wrong and all that, but... You know, that's that's not a fair way to live your life. That's that's not a fair way. That's not true leadership. That's not really trying to, to get move forward and progress to a point of success as Americans. It's not just to give somebody blind faith because they say some things and do some things and risk some things. We still have to hold even the Donald Trumps of the world. We have to hold them accountable, too, because they're not infallible. And so. You know, it's foolish of us not to occasionally call them out on the things that are not done right. 
or at least to voice our opinion on it to give a fair and more complex, critical way of thinking about something. I think I've consistently done that. I've caught a lot of shit over it. You know, I've caught a lot of people who say, oh, well, Chad, he's a Trump hater. I'm not a Trump hater at all. Um, I was critical of Trump from the very beginning for various reasons. In fact, the very first time I was in the Blaze Studios years ago on Tommy Lauren's show. Remember Tommy? Yeah, well, Tommy just got married. I don't even know if we're allowed to say her name around here anymore. Tommy got married this weekend, so congratulations to Tommy. And um, But I was on Tommy's show, and she asked me, first question out of her mouth, she said, do you even believe or support Donald Trump? Because of some things I had already said. This was back during the presidential primaries. And, of course, I did. I just didn't understand Trump. Uh, the guy won me over in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, he didn't. And I think that's fair. I think that's okay to have that opinion. But old Bob gets on Twitter, and, and, and to summarize him, what he wants to say is, he said, I have a lot of conservative values, talking about himself, but conservatives um, are not MAGA Trumpists, all right? I don't know what a MAGA Trumpist is, because I don't, I don't really know any people that are members of a Trump cult. And they want to talk about how the swastikas and the um, Confederate flags and the racial epithets are being screamed at Trump rallies. And, and I just posed one simple question. Can you show me a picture of the inside of a Trump rally where there's a swastika, where there's a Confederate flag, or of somebody screaming racial epithets? I, I just don't think you can. Now, you can have people posted outside doing those things but hey this is a quote free country you can do whatever you want to do no matter how stupid it is you can show up in a public place in fact our very own sarah gonzalez right now is with beto o'rourke you know why you know why she's with beto o'rourke not because she supports him she's there to troll him she's there to troll him he's showing up at very various precincts to, to, you know, because early voting has begun in Texas. She's there to troll him. She's there to pose with pictures that say, hell yeah, I'm here to take your guns. <laughs> now, some people would look at that and say, look, that's a Beto supporter who's blah, 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 blah. It's not. This happens all the time in the game of politics, all right? People are trolling a situation. They're planted for a certain situation. They're there to make certain protests look wrong or evil or violent. We've seen that happen. They're there to create a form of nefarious, uh, you know, nefarious atmosphere and an environment that thereby makes the participants look evil themselves when they're not. I've been to numerous, numerous rallies. I've been to, you know, March for Life rallies. I have been to Stop the Steal rallies. I've, I have been uh, to, to numerous things across the country, specifically in Washington, D.C. I've never seen anyone, somebody posted a picture on Twitter of a guy with an Auschwitz t-shirt, celebrating Auschwitz t-shirt outside the Capitol. And I'm like, I've never seen that, Chris. You know, I've never seen anybody doing that. And it's certainly not 99.9% .9 of people who consider themselves conservatives or even Trump supporters. And just because a racist asshole comes out there wearing a T-shirt or holding a sign or waving a flag or banner does not mean that the 99.9% .9 of Trump supporters would support that guy. In fact, they'd want to kick his ass and disassociate themselves as quickly as they could. Which they have before. 
And they when, have. When when all that stuff happens, especially at the Turning Point USA events, at, at the rallies, when those knuckleheads do show up, we, I, I'm going to include myself in there because I would have done the same thing too, we immediately say, we do not belong to that group. That group, it has nothing to do with us. They're just trolling. Yeah, that's 100% what it is. So, you know, they want to double down and say, so do you consider yourself a, a MAGA Trumpist? Well, I don't know what that is. I, I don't know what you're saying. Now, am I a conservative? Yes, I'm a conservative. I believe in limited government. I don't believe in government overreach. I believe in reduced spending. I believe in being left alone. You know, I, I believe people can do whatever they want to do as long as it's not violating someone else, hurting somebody else, or violating their rights. I believe that you can do those things. I believe in fiscal conservatism. I believe in those things. Uh, I believe in, you know, a right to life, a right to bear arms, a right to free speech. I believe in the Bill of Rights. I believe the Constitution. I believe our Declaration of Independence made us free. I believe in the right to life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. I do believe that, you know, our rights are given to us, endowed to us by our Creator, and they are inalienable. And listen— if that makes me a bad person because I voted for Donald Trump in 2016 and 2020 versus an 80, you know, a, an almost 80 year old dementia ridden old man who was obviously set up as a sock puppet to uh, to be controlled by the, uh, the powers that be that are in there, then so be it. They said, OK, well, maybe we've misjudged you. And if so, we've, we, we are uh We'll, we'll apologize. But do you believe the election was stolen? And I said, well, let's, let's break that down. Because I believe the election system in the United States of America is systematically flawed across the board. The Democrats have said the same thing. Go back to 2016. In 2016, Hillary Clinton spent a whole time talking about how the election system was flawed. In 2020, Stacey Abrams, who hasn't shut up yet, has whistled through her teeth about how the election system is flawed. She still hasn't conceded and believes that she's the governor of Georgia. So when Republicans win, and you're going to see this November 8th, you're going to see when Republicans win, they're going to be people who are going to be crying foul on the side of the Democrats and vice versa if Democrats win. That's the nature of politics in America. If you think that a window-licking man in the basement in Delaware who barely campaigned, got 81 million votes. I'm sorry, I have a problem with that. And the fact that I question it doesn't make me a traitor. It makes me astute. And so what you got to do, folks, is ask the questions. Whether the questions offend somebody or they label you, and he says, well, the overwhelming majority of conservatives and folks who support Trump they support far right-wing ideologies. And I said, no, they don't. I said, but what we have been done the last six years is been called xenophobes and homophobes, and we've been called uh, racist and misogynist and bigots. We, we've been called Nazis. We've been called traitors and now called insurrectionists. Lumped in. Lumped in. So you know what? Every now and then we might feel a little hesitancy to not give you the middle finger when the time comes and you come our way, we might become a little bit intolerant in that regard. He said, well, if the shoe fits, if the shoe fits, I said, well, you know, I live in a pretty diverse world and uh, your shoe fits theory, you can shove it up your ass because the people around me are pretty diverse and, uh, They've never, the people who know me personally have never accused me of those things. So apparently your shoe doesn't fit so well. 
So there you go. Ah, let's go to a break. Fired up. Where are we at? Friends, that's you. If the unthinkable happens <laughs> any day now, I want you to be prepared. Do you have a good stockpile of emergency food? If not, now's the time to stock up before it's too late. Go to preparewithchad.com. Jamie Kilstein texted me just this morning, and he said, hey, is that food stuff you sell good? And I was like, it's the best. And he said, what do I do? I said, go to preparewithchad.com. It's their best deal ever right now. And uh, he said, do you believe I'm going to church now? Yeah, I said, dude, I don't even know who you are right now. And he goes, it's so much nicer on this side. And so, yeah, I know, but we're such evil people, such evil people. But anyway, he said, I want to I wanna put some food back. I feel like I need to. He said, he said, I don't have a huge amount of cash to put towards it, but I need to. And I said, well, this is the best deal ever, $250 off. Get their three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. You get breakfast, lunch, dinner, drink, snacks. You're going to get everything you need, 2,000 calories a day. It'll stay fresh for 25 years. He said, do I have to do anything special? I said, nope, the discount is built in when you go to preparewithchad.com. It's the lowest price you've had in three years. They're the best preparedness company out there, so do it. Go to preparewithchad.com, save $250 per kit. It's going to ship fast, free, and arrive in unmarked boxes. Preparewithchad.com. We'll be right back. And while we're at it, talking about all the vitriol that's out there, on uh, Monday, our buddy Alex Stein was at, uh, I think he was at Penn State yeah. on campus there. And a fun little video. You know, Alex, he, he's the troll of trolls, right? I mean, this guy. This guy lives on the edge. I love it. So here's a video right here. There's Alex. He's Penn State. This girl, we've got it muted because there's too many F-bombs. She's F-U-F-U, and we don't want to get that blah, blah, blah canceled. But So she's F-U. She's shooting him the bird, and now she spits on him right there. Alex's like, oh, my God, she spit on me. He goes, ah, that's what turns me on. You did it. And now she's back with the F-U's. Now, I want to break this video down for you play by play. So start it from the beginning, guys, and I'm going to tell you where to pause it right here. Okay, so just let the video play. All right, now I want you to stop it right there. All right, now she's, first of all, let's analyze what we got. Alex is just being Alex. And the mini Karen right here with the uh, suburban haircut is uh, she's already prepping for a, a request to talk to the manager. And so here she goes. She's mad about something. And she's got some anger issues. It's a little blurred out, but she's painted her fingernails. And I don't think that when she was painting her fingernails, she thought that her day was going to come to this where she was going to spit on another human being. Literally commit assault. I don't think she was this angry when she was painting her nails. But I want you to play the, play the clip, and I'll tell you where to stop. All right, now she's making up her mind. What do I want to do to this guy? Watch and hit pause right keep going keep going you're close it's okay right there oh right there now right there hang on that right there okay so what's going through her mind she she it took her a little while to hawk up a loogie a man-sized loogie and you know 
When little girls spit, sometimes it doesn't clear their mouth. So she was hoping that it was going to make it to the target. And so she put as much emphasis behind that. You can literally see her face change when she decides, I'm going to spit on this Emmer effer. And she hocks it back and lets her fly. Okay. And it hits him. Bam. Right on the back. Look at that. The spittle. Fantastic projectile by this mini Karen. And there it is. Now, somewhere, almost like a person who jumps off a bridge and immediately changes their mind, she's thinking, I should not have done this. But it's done. The spit is out of the mouth. Alex, being the troll that he is, laughs it off and goes, this is what turns me on. She has no idea what to do with this because she's just committed assault. And not to mention the fact, this is the age of COVID, folks. Right? She just spewed. Now, now remember, remember, and I heard, now, now right here, watch that. Back it up right there, that face right there. Back it up, back it up. To keep going, keep going back, back, back. Right there, stop. She knows she f- up that face right there she knows that what she did did not have the intended ill consequences on her target and now he's laughing it off and she could be possibly going to jail and she is conflicted right there look at her face she's conflicted a lot of emotions are going through this person she let it go, and, and oh, she's, oh, she's conflicted here because she knows suddenly whatever parental upbringing she had, it's all like, bam, it's like, I just messed up, and it didn't work. I took a risk. It didn't work. I'm being filmed. <laughs> this is out there for everybody to see, a dude that gets millions of views every time he shows up in town. I just spit on him. Now let it play out. She's, here's what she's got to do. Now she's got to double down. F you! And a middle finger. Because she's like, I can't stop now. I got to keep going with this because the deal's got to play out. <laughs> now look, I know Alex pretty well. And I am reasonably certain Alex is not a press charges kind of guy. Because that's just not who Alex is. If he does, kudos to him for doing it. But seriously, you're going to get on Twitter and tell me that we're the meanies. We're the angry ones. This girl literally just spit a bioweapon of saliva on Alex Stein's back. And hey, and Chad, I mean, listen, he'd have been fully justified if he'd have turned around and knocked her nose through the back of her skull. And that was one of the biggest for me was I was like, let me remove myself and put myself in. You could say that it would have been fair for Alex to just punch her in the nose. Yeah. Or at least do more than just, like, laugh it out. Yeah. It, w- it would have been fair. And Alex is a big – he's a – you know, Alex, Alex – for those of you who don't know Alex, Alex is a big guy. He is. He's bigger than me. I mean, he's – Alex is, what, 6'3"? He's Glenn Beck size, right? But yeah, he played football uh, in college. And so um, – you know, uh, and people don't know that about Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck's a big man. Like, he's like 6'3", 6'4". He's a tall guy. 
Alex Stein is a big guy. A lot of people don't realize that, which I'm glad he is a big guy. <laughs> but because uh, he puts himself in some situations that being a big guy certainly helps. Dude, I, I, I have not seen any memes. I, 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 you got them? I can't wait to see them. What does it say? <laughs> My sister, however. Oh, that is perfect. That is perfect, dude. Uh, and Alex, like I said, God bless him. You know, he and I went, we went <coughs> last week and grabbed, he doesn't drink. I, I grabbed a drink and we had dinner. And, uh, oh, the stuff he comes up with. And, and it's like he's so unassuming, right? Just a sweetheart of a guy. And he brings the hate out of them so strongly. Now, I'm going to chalk it up to this just being a young girl with a lot of hormonal issues going on, whatever. And she was mad. But here's the thing that frustrates me, to a serious point now. Folks like that, they think they're doing a good thing. All right? They, they're at an anti-racist rally, whatever that means. Because I, I don't know if, what you guys feel, but um, at this stage in the game, like putting don't be a racist on the back of a football helmet in the NFL is not ending racism. The videos I've seen where the white church members are bowing down at the feet of the black church members or, you know, and asking for forgiveness. And all, I'm sorry, guys. It does not. That doesn't end racism. By and large, racism has ended in America. But again, the baiters have to keep it alive. They have to keep it going. They got to make sure there's another movie out of Hollywood that talks about how persecuted, you know, blacks are in America and uh, the systemic racism. Forget the fact that Asians are the most likely people in America to graduate from college and have the highest income and their families stay together. Asians. But again, but again, we, we've got to pick one marginalized minority in America and say, well, okay, it's all on them. So it's all about the black people. Because I don't think there's stop racism stuff printed on the field at the end zone on Sunday football. I don't think they're talking about Asians. We know who they're talking about. So, so maybe the issue is not the posters you're holding up or the crap you're writing on your football helmet or on your, you know, sneakers. Maybe the issue is a little bit deeper than what's really going on than rather than just being a persecuted person in America. So she thinks she's doing a right thing, a good thing, because nobody wants racism, nobody. And she identifies Alex Stein, 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 Jewish. Stein is a Jewish name. Hello. <laughs> no, no, there were never any Jews in Germany. Anyway, <laughs> I love you, Kayla. Uh, anyway, a guy named Alex Stein who has an ethnic name. Let's just put it that way. You're gonna spit on him and say, "Oh, he must be the he must be the epitome of a racist." He's a white supremacist, right? So she thought she was doing a good thing. But folks, just listen to me. I believe in passion. God knows I, I'm a passionate person. I, I Listen, I'm a person that will run into hell with a water pistol. I will storm into places where angels fear to tread. I believe in passion. I, I do. But it's like a laser beam, okay? A laser can heal and it can harm. All right? 
A laser can be used for surgery. It can be used for destruction. It's all in how you use the laser. Now, again, passion is the same way. You get that thing narrowed down so that you lose your field of focus and your peripherals of the world, and it will destroy. you got to spread that thing out and use a little wisdom and discernment in exercising that. So please, for the love of God, parents, teach your kids how to harness passion and make them meek, which is power under control. Because this right here, this is not where we need to be as a society. Spitting on Alex Stein. <laughs> I don't care how much it turns him on. Woo! Kind of turns me on too, honestly. Uh, hey, it seems like hearing about social media platforms, it just, you know what, there are more and more of them popping up almost weekly. And, uh, but there's some interesting patterns. There's a lot of them that are being funded outside the U.S., like uh, being funded by China, quite honestly. And most are setting themselves up to be political-only platforms instead of appealing to the broad interests of most Americans. I like this new one, TPN. It's True Patriot Network. They're fully founded and funded in the U.S. They own their own private servers. They don't sell your data. They don't use bots to grow their followers. They support American values. They're interested. They're not interested in canceling anybody's opinions. And I'm not telling you to give up Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter because that stuff's going on there and it's entertaining too. Uh, but we do have to support an American-owned social media company. So let's help them. True Patriot Network. Let's help them blow up. Go to gettpn.com slash chad. That's get tpn.com slash chad download the app right now it's free and then post about anything you want to post about share the chad prather show over there get tpn.com slash chad get tpn.com slash chad be right back My, oh, my, here we are again, that opportunity for me to attempt to wax eloquent. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let me ask you a question. Um, just when did it become fashionable in this country for people to uh, guard their privacy? When did it become hip to hide what you're doing or where you're going from big corporations? Hmm. Let me think about that. Oh, that's right. We've always felt that way. Folks, a little over a week ago, Forbes reported that TikTok's parent company, the Chinese ByteDance, has been planning to use location data that has their app tracks from its users to track and monitor some American citizens. Okay. Now, I don't know if maybe there was absolutely nothing else in the news cycle that day that Forbes thought was fit to print. I don't know if maybe their editor-in-chief fell asleep at his desk, fell over and knocked all the contents of his filing cabinet to the floor, then woke up and thought it was three years ago. Or what happened? Because nobody is surprised. Nobody is surprised that TikTok's spying on us. Every liberal worth his overbent wrist, was decrying the unfairness of it all when Donald Trump made moves to try to ban TikTok years ago because they were collecting data on people back then. I don't know how many different ways someone like me can figure out how to say, I told you so. Uh, listen, folks, I don't need some application on my phone deciding that it's time to be present when I'm in the bathroom. I do enough data streaming and data dumping in there already. <laughs> and if somebody is going to spy on me, well, it better not be the Chinese. 
I'm an American, dadgummit. I pay my own government to spy on me. Now, to be fair to TikTok, they have actually responded to all the allegations about their dirty deeds, stating that TikTok does not collect precise GPS location information from U.S. users, meaning TikTok could not monitor users in the way they suggested. Well, I'm convinced that they're telling the truth, aren't you? Aren't you? Uh, I mean, they all but pinky swore, y'all. Now, some of you out there are saying, hey, Chad, don't you have a TikTok channel? That's a fair question, and I'll answer it. Yes, I do. Uh, I have a media-based business to run, and in this day and age, you have to run with the big boys, even when the big boys are Chinese information pirates. So here's what you do, because I really do think that it's dangerous to even have a TikTok account. Open up the app on the phone, subscribe to my channel, and then delete the app. Simple as that. How about that? It's simple. Now, I don't mean to make light of this situation too much because it actually is a serious problem. The Chinese are our biggest rival on the world stage, and it doesn't help matters much that they're also, in most cases, the enemy. From the theft of our intellectual property on a level that is absolutely astonishing to the buying up of our debt at rates which we saw as dangerous decades ago to spying on individual American citizens. These people mean business. They're doing it. Hell, we're sending Fang Fang over to sleep with members of Congress is one of the least notable evil things your country has done lately. That's saying something. Look, it's old news that TikTok is a problem, but maybe it's not if you haven't been paying close attention to it. Parents, you and I grew up in the era where TikTok meant look at your clock, not look at your phone, which is also, well, actually still now the clock. Maybe we're not hip to all this new technology yet, and I get it, but for the sake of our kids, we're going to have to be. And TikTok's useless to me because I have been stuck at 252,000 followers on TikTok for over a year. And anything I post on there gets kicked off. So I, I'm going to end up deleting the thing anyway. It's dumb. I've never understood it. Uh, I had a 12-year-old who was running my TikTok, grew it to 252,000 followers, and then the 12-year-old went away. <laughs> that is the freaking problem, Kayla. Thanks for that jolt of reality. Uh, have I told you I got Ashley Biden's diary? <laughs> We're going to talk about it in overtime. Uh, I want to remind everybody that uh, right here in the middle, I'm going to remind you that Friday night I'm in Everett, Washington, doing a show at the historic Everett Theater. And then next weekend, going to be in Greensboro, North Carolina, going to Quincy, Illinois, I think on the 11th of November. And then uh, Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, uh, going to be in Port Charlotte, Florida in mid-November for uh, four nights. So let's go. Let's go. Um, Let's talk about Joe Biden. Joe Biden's got an opinion on gas prices. At this point, I'm just like this. They got him out on the campaign trail, right? Yeah. And he's campaigning. He's campaigning for more, more for these candidates than he ever did for himself. It's pretty amazing. And he's looking rough, old Joe. He's, he's looking a lot like the Crypt Keeper. I mean, he's kind of spooky. Um, but he has this to say about what Democrats are doing for inflation. Play that clip. Democrats are lowering your everyday costs like prescription drugs, health care premiums, <laughs> energy bills, and gas prices. <laughs> he just said it. He just said it. I mean, the words came right out of his freaking mouth. He just said that. The Democrats are lowering the inflation. Oh, boy. We had this to say about Roe v. Wade. Play that clip. Do you support a federal fund for individuals like myself who need to take time off work, obtain child care? The answer is absolutely, but absolutely. guess what? We need the same votes we need to overrule, to uh, reinstate uh, what? The, uh, the decision that was struck down by the court. 
I mean, I do support that. And I've urged, publicly urged companies to do that. I've urged them publicly as president of the United States saying, this is what you should be doing. I urge you to do it. Now, I, I want to cast your memory back to um, yesterday's episode where I pointed out the fact that he's given less interviews than any president, any of his predecessors in the last however, 25 years. And uh, he's, what, 220 days in, 225 days in, and he's basically done none. I mean, he's, it's, it's like an eighth of the interviews that Barack Obama did. But yet he'll sit down with a transgender activist or he'll sit down with somebody that wants to talk about abortion because, yeah, that's what we're dealing with. Everybody's getting an abortion every month. You know, that, that's what's affecting us. Um, you know, at least he had the gall to talk about prescription drugs and lowering inflation because that is affecting us. Now, the problem is he said Democrats are doing it, and they're not. They're not. They just passed a trillion-dollar thing that's going to, you know, going to lower inflation by helping the climate. Now, I don't know how those two things are going to come together, but if you winterize your home, you'll get a tax credit next year. So make sure that you're getting plenty of caulk at the Home Depot and uh, changing out your doors and making them more weatherproof. Spend money to get money. money. That's what they're telling you. So you can't afford the door. And by the way, when you order the door from Home Depot, it's going to take six months for the damn thing to come in because it's stuck on a ship in the Pacific Ocean waiting to come into the port. And they can't get it to you, or it just ain't being made. So, uh, yeah, that, that's what's going on there. But uh, Joe had this to say on uh, Trickle Down Mega Maga. Play that clip. They're not going to stop there. They're going to do big farmers' bidding to repeal my plan to allow Medicare to negotiate prescription drugs prices. We pay the highest in the world. And in doing so, it's going to raise drug prices. And they're going to raise big farmers' profits. They're doing fine, big farmers. They're not hurting at all. And they're going to raise your health insurance premiums. It's mega, mega trickle-down. <laughs> mega, mega trickle-down. The kind of policies that have failed the country before, and will fail it again. And it'll mean more wealth to the very wealthy, higher inflation for the middle class. That's the choice we're facing. That's why I think that we're going to do just fine. Thank you. That's right. That's right. If you, if you, uh, if you, uh, <laughs> if you vote Republican in the upcoming uh, midterm elections, then you're going to get mega mega trickle down, and you're going to get more inflation. See, they're doubling down on this thing because they got to have somebody to blame. They got to have a scapegoat after they lose in November, and uh, they, he's already planning for 24. And that's what they're telling him to do. So again, it's going to be mega mega effect. <laughs> I just like saying it too, Joe. I like saying it too. Uh, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> but but here's the thing. He talks about Republicans and conservatives being in bed with Big Pharma. Jesus, man, are, are you kidding me? We're the ones who kept pushing back on the vaccine mandates. We were the ones who were trying to make take Big Pharma out of our out of our bodies, literally. And to that point, yesterday, New York Supreme Court orders reinstatement of fired unvaxxed staff with back pay and says being vaccinated does not prevent an individual from contracting or transmitting COVID-19, adding that the mandates were about compliance. That's New York. Yeah, it's almost like we were right all along. So guess what? 
these the Riri's out there, they're getting pissed off at that ruling in New York, which proves that what Joe Biden said was garbage. Because we know who it is in bed with Big Pharma. You guys can't stand that the New York Supreme Court just handed Big Pharma their ass and also said, listen, employees that got fired, bring them back, reinstate them, and give them back pay. Good for you. Do it in Texas. All right. Hey, when it comes to liberals in Congress, there's no way they would accept term limits on themselves. Now they're fighting tooth and nail to impose term limits on Supreme Court justices. Term limits for thee, but not for me. That's the deal. It's completely hypocritical. And uh, they have no problem with that. They do whatever it takes to seize more power, even if it means purging the Supreme Court of its most experienced justices. And so, to no one's surprise, their new court purging scheme would remove the long-serving conservative justices like Thomas and Alito, and they would then be replaced by justices who would rubber stamp the progressive radical agenda. And since Democrats are working hard to pass court purging with term limits, we need to work even harder to stop it. Or the Supreme Court, as we know it, will never be the same. If you care about the integrity of the Supreme Court, I want you to uh, visit SupremeCoup.com and sign up. Visit Supreme, C-O-U-P, SupremeCoup.com. Sign up. We'll be right back. And if all that's not enough... I, people say, why do you why do you pick on these uh, transgender? <laughs> well, I feel sorry for them. I pity them. They have my sympathy in regards to what they're going through mentally because I no doubt that it could be, you know, a little uh, a little nerve wracking. Quite honestly, to, when you when you've got a complete confusion of your identity, I can't imagine. I mean, we, we all of us at some point in time ask ourselves, who am I? That's one thing enough. But if you're getting to the point of wanting to lop off genitals or dress like a different sex or gender i yeah whoo that's that's a whole other speed bump to jump over but here's the issue that i have and these are the things that i just have to with a tongue-in-cheek make a little fun of uh you have this <laughs> just play the damn clip play the clip When it happened, and where on TV was that? That was, let me, for those of you listening, that was a man dressed like a woman. That was a transgender woman. A transgender woman. Playing this happened on a television show, strips off the jumpsuit he's wearing, yes. and bangs the keyboard with his penis. Yes, so this was on Friday, celebrating. Boobs, boobs are waving. Celebrating the 40th year anniversary of the one-off revival of the 1980s British comedy series Friday Night Live. Comedian Jordan Gray decided to do that on live television, and it did not blur out. We have to blur out because <laughs> we, we blurred have, it out. We have class here, but <laughs> the penis. I love it. Kayla smiles when you say that, just to grin to herself. We have class here. So uh, it just started banging, banging the banging the keys with his dong. Yes, you know, boobies flopping. And yes. Balls are flopping. Yes. And peckers are flopping. Yes. And, and uh, playing the piano. And the piano was a flopping. 
Uh, just brrrm, there you go. I mean, because that is what was needed to end that song. It really was. That, like, I don't know if I could have appreciated the musical artistry of that performance without a dick in it, right? There's some things that just aren't fulfilling unless you have a dick in it. But playing the piano has just never been one of the things that I've wanted to have been like, you know what, I need something else to push the pedal. And there it is. There it is. But that's Britain, right? Yeah. Some could say that some, the, could, say. some could say that the trance went full on Hunter Biden. Went full so on Hunter Biden. When you watch overtime for the next, you know, couple of weeks, uh, think Biden. about Hunter Biden and then comedian uh Gray doing the same thing. You think you've seen the Hunter Biden stuff. You think you've seen it. You have not. The stuff we have I don't know that that's the word I want to use, but uh, wow. I Like this dude, and we've shown a lot of Hunter Biden, but this stuff, I, this guy films his life. And the stuff he does in his life is amazing. Like, say what you want to say about Hunter. I've told you before, the guy knows how to party. But, I mean... It's worthy of documenting. His it, it, life... It, it's worth talking about, that's for damn sure. Yes, his life is the definition of reality TV, raw reality TV. I mean, this guy. You can't even produce that, Chad. Think about it. You <laughs> no, can't even produce that. You were that. showing me clips, and I was like, what is he doing? What is that? And then you pay attention to it, and I'm like, oh, dear God. Wow. But he's the smartest guy Joe knows. <laughs> that's the guy who we've showed you before said that when it comes to making policies joe will do anything he wants him to do there you go out of the horse's mouth uh guys people people get on to us for advertising this i love this company uh you know i don't like going to the doctor you don't like going to the doctor it it's half a day of your life gone um, and there's certain things you may not want to talk to your doctor about. Um, you may you might not be like me, just openly transparent about all this stuff. Um, and if you want something that you can use to play the piano with, RexMD is who you got to call, folks. They're all about simple solutions, and they're going to make getting generic and branded Viagra or Cialis. Listen, listen, it's going to make it easy. Because everything's online, even the prescription, and they deliver to your door. No office visits, no talking to a receptionist. Super simple. I mean, Viagra can cost $90 a pill. But with RexMD, they got the generic Viagra for as low as $2 a pill. That's a good deal. I don't know if you know that or not. That's a good deal. You fill out the quick medical questionnaire on their website. Doctor's going to review your situation, prescribe you generic Viagra if appropriate. Your medication's going to get shipped right to your door with free two-day shipping. It's fast, simple, and cheap. You can access your U.S. licensed RexMD physician anytime you need afterwards. RexMD's helped over 300,000 guys get generic Viagra quickly and conveniently. RexMD, it just works, and it works the very first night. Starter packs of generic Viagra Cialis now available for your for all of our viewers. But you got to go to RexMD rexmd.com slash chad to get started that's rexmd.com slash chad we'll be right back watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is my schedule's there 
And uh, I want you to come hang out with me. We have fun at the shows, and uh, it's kind of like family getting together. So come hang out with us uh, somewhere near you. And we're adding more dates as we head into 2023. But uh, anyway, just know that I love you guys. And uh, go go stream our new song, Chad Prather and the Ragamuffins, I Got Over You. It's wherever songs are offered. And, of course, blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. We'll see you tomorrow and get off the rails. Bye.